Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Batman Talk! It's uh, Season 3, Episode 44, WA Domestic Sports Weekly Wrap, where today's podcast is proudly supported by the team of Matt and Anna at Roller Games and their Mad Footy Board Game, where they're kicking big bags of goals, making turnovers at critical times, and changing the way footy is delivered one game at a time. That's what this new AFL-inspired board game is all about, and you can find them on at Roller Games on Instagram, Roller Games on Facebook, and rollergames.com.au, that's R-O-L-L-A. A, to find out a bit more about them, but more importantly, to get your hands on a mat for footy board game for you and the family. So we're going to quickly touch base with the Western Force and the West Coast Fever and uh, some quick little update on personnel uh, sort of coming comings and goings at the Perth Lynx. But let's start off and talk some Super Rugby Pacific, and that means our Sea of Blue and Western Force. Yeah, going all the way back to the Friday night game, this was a big setback in the team's aim and goals to reach the finals after they were crushed 14-52 by the Melbourne Rebels on Friday. Uh, It now sort of has risen to all eight losses this season coming from away fixtures in what is clearly a problem issue for the team, not being able to win on the road. Uh, They gave up 31 unanswered points during the game, in particular the second half. Just far too many after only being down 7-19 going into the main break. So that's, you know, two two converted tries or just a little bit less than that, and they're back in. But no, unfortunately, they couldn't pull it together in the final 40 minutes. They only had 41% possession and just 35% in the first half alone, in addition to spending 63% time in the opponent's half. They conceded eight tries, uh, 238 more metres gained that they gave up. They had 52 less carries and 56 to 89 rucks won. Uh, They also conceded five penalties. It was a very dirty, dirty day for them. Uh, One minor positive uh, from a single player perspective was it was Michael Wells, uh, one of the new recruits, 100th Super Rugby cap. So quite an achievement and well played to Michael. But this was just a disaster of a game, and as a result, heading into the final regular season contest of the year against the the top-of-the-table Chiefs, albeit at home, uh, they're sitting one point outside the finals. And in addition to winning the game, of course, they have to do that first and foremost. They've got to get the W. Um, They need the Highlanders to lose to the third-place Blues. So they've got to hope um, other results go their way, and of course, they have to win first and foremost. But yes, it's certainly not the form and momentum um, you know, going into uh, the final game that you would want, especially because, yes, it was certainly a depleted Brumbies team that came over um, last Friday. They were missing many of their um, you know, wallabies uh, due to the you know, resting policy that our Rugby Australia have in place. But you can only play who's in front of you. And they got a great win. You know, They broke a 10-year drought against the Brumbies. That's terrific. But to dish up what they did against the Melbourne Rebels, who are below them as well, um, losing in the fashion and manner that they did, it's not Uh, what they would have liked, and I know that Coach Simon Cron was quite disappointed. But hey, um, they've got one more opportunity. In a way, destiny is in their hands. If they can win, um, and then, you know, possibly, you probably think that the Blues would take care of the Highlanders, then they may be able to scrape in. But time will tell one game at a time. Let's see how it all unfolds. Let's now make our way onto the court. Let's talk a little bit of Suncorp Super Netball, and that means some West Coast Fever. 
to pass as Ariang with the interception. That's a massive play from the Diamonds goal defence. And if they can drain this, well, that's going to be oh. the exclamation point, isn't it? Well, that's why she's in the side. Firstly, Ariang with the interception. And then it was all finished off by Well, Sasha there was Glasgow. another health and safety protocols Drain casualty, uh, which had a really big hit on the squad even before the game started, with Verity Simmons out of action. And Jordan Kranzberg being called in for her replacement. Uh, she actually ended up starting in the centre. So um, great opportunity for Jordan, but obviously a huge blow and one of our most important players in Verity. The team hit the ground running, though, um, shooting out to a 20-12 start at the end of the first 15 minutes uh, before the Adelaide Thunderbirds, who were top of the table heading into the contest, began to reel them in three goals every turn to stunningly walk away yet again with a one-goal scalp. Uh, and they took a victory over the Fever, 54-53. to 53. So, yes, unfortunately, the one-goal losses just keep on coming. Now, Fever's defense dominated early, making it really, really difficult for the home side to get the ball into the hands of the shooting circle. But from then on, uh, the comeback was on by the Thunderbirds, uh, forcing Fever into personnel changes that had mixed results and led to uncharacteristic errors, turnovers, and misses. Now, in true Fever and Thunderbirds fashion, of course, the game came down to the Y in the final term, entering the Power Five, uh, where Cardwell, uh, Laney Cardwell, came up with a timely intercept right on the Power Five siren, and Kira Austin opted to take a one-point goal, putting the Thunderbirds in front for the first time of the match. Uh, Sasha Glasgow, she responded down the other end with a super shot, and the visitors called the final tactical timeout with four minutes left to play. Another stellar two-pointer from Glasgow put the Green Army in front, but the team in pink answered with their own super shot, and the scores were all tied up once again. With the final minutes ticking down, it was Latanya Wilson who wheeled her team forward, flying through with a second intercept of the game. Cardwell rewarded with another super shot, and the top of the ladder side took a lead by one goal, 52-51. The reigning premiers refused to back down, though, as Glasgow sunk another two-pointer, but it was all too late. A scoreboard error meant a late super shot off the hands of Cardwell was only counted as one point, which means the Thunderbirds finished with a one-goal lead against the Fever, 54-53. to So very much a dramatic way to finish the game. Now, as a result of this, you know, another heartbreaking and devastating loss for the Fever, they've fallen down to equal third with the Melbourne Vixens and are now six points arrear of Adelaide and New South Wales Swifts. We now take on the Sunshine Coast Lightning back at home on Saturday. So all they can do is bounce back. But uh, yes, four wins this season by one goal. So it's just not what you want to have happen. Obviously, they're not doing it on purpose. That you know, It's just suddenly the game just gets away from you. They start off terrifically well, as they do most games. But yeah, just absolutely being reeled in and then yeah, just not able to hold on or get the scores that you need or look after the ball and not give it up, etc., etc. But we're going to leave it there for the West Coast Fever. Let's now stay on the court. Let's talk a little bit of personnel issues. And that means that's going to talk basketball and the Perth Lynx. Ryan pops it over the top. Lovely ball movement. This time they get it inside to Scherf. I really like that. Again, that was the exact way Scherf scored last time with her other points. Ryan comes away with it. Margin back to nine. Scherf, she pulls the trigger from long range and makes it. 
She's in traffic. She'll kick it out. So a couple of big losses for the team. Um, they'll actually be saying goodbye, and they've chosen to opt out, as in the players, of signing for the club for the upcoming 2023-24 season. Uh, to bench player Alex Sharp and club captain reigning best and fairest, among many other accolades, and Sammy Wickham. So big blows indeed. But on the positive side of it all, breakout three-point sharp shooter Amy Atwell has re-signed, where last season she actually averaged 13 points, 4.8 rebounds, and 1.3 assists, with her best outing coming up against the Melbourne Boomers on the back of 27 points. And in the off-season, she's been competing with the Bendigo Braves in the NBL 1, uh, where she's averaging 19.8 points, 7.2 rebounds, and 1.6 assists. Young guard also, Chloe Forster. Uh, she's gone from development player to the main roster for the upcoming 2023-24 season, uh, previously actually being part of the NBL 1 West Grand Final and the inaugural NBL 1 National Championship last year. Uh, she suited up in eight games for the Perth Lynx last season, but just is an example of the strong WA talent pathway allowing young WA stars to flourish and eventually make their way to the main roster. She was also previously a Perth Lynx Academy player in 2020 and a training player in 2021 before officially jumping to a DP last season. Uh, whilst currently playing for the Warwick Senators, she's actually averaging 13.6 points, 5 assists and 2.6 rebounds. Again, that's in the NBL1 West. And finally, alongside Chloe and Amy uh, in being signed is another development player in Mackenzie Clinch-Hoycard, coming off the back of being elevated to the main roster last season. Now for the Senators, so she plays alongside, uh, of course, Chloe. Um, in the NBL 1 competition, she's taking her game to another level. She's averaging a double-double, 16 points, 13.1 rebounds, and 3.5 assists. And that's all they have on their roster at the moment. That's right, pretty much... There was an embargo, which means you weren't able to sign any players. But now every single player is pretty much eligible for the most part across the entire league. So, yeah, they're starting from scratch again. So, yeah, they've got Amy Atwell. Uh, they've got Chloe Forster, Forster, should I say, and uh, Mackenzie Hinch, Clinch Hoycard. So that, that's who they've got at the moment. And no doubt there will be more signings across the coming weeks. And once they do come to fruition and they're announced we'll get that information to you as quickly as we possibly can but for now we're going to leave it for the perth links and also for the podcast just before we sign off don't forget to like subscribe leave a rating and leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform be it apple Podcasts or spotify you can like us on facebook and you can follow us on instagram and whether you're listening in the morning the afternoon or the evening it's been an absolute privilege to have you on board and just one final shout out uh ruth barrett shout out to you because i know you're listening and uh hopefully you found that informative and you had a bit, to, a bit more knowledge than what you did coming in but whether you're listening in the morning the afternoon or the evening uh enjoy yourself look after yourself stay safe and we look forward to touching base with you and all of our wa teams on the domestic sporting scene but for yours truly adam bats i'm out for now